0: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: Introducing the original Trumpy Bear, the fearless, super plush American Grizzly. Trumpy Bear was born June 14th, Flag Day. If you don't mind, I will begin at the beginning. It's a new day. Let's get going. One, two, three. Bad boy. Four, five, six. B.I.G. Ah!
2: Here now, Tom Scabelli, a blogger at Barstool Sports, who affectionately goes by the name Tommy Smoke. <laughs> Tell me on why. These flavored e-cigs uh, shouldn't be regulated, even uh, when teens are using them and in these increasing numbers.
3: Well, look, I'm 22 years old, so I'm using them legally. And honestly, they're just cool. Like, they're cool. You rip them. There's nothing cooler than blowing a fat cloud like that. They call me the Colossus of Cloud. I just, it helps my swag. It helps my drip.
1: I just love walking around. It's really good for getting chicks, too. And now.
4: Hey, look. Couple of dicks.
1: Our feature presentation. That guy rules. Oh, yeah. Guy's a real right? killer.
2: He's the best. He's great. Morning, everybody. Brand new Kevin and Bean Show. It is Monday morning, the 19th of November. He's ripping a fat cloud, you guys. I love that. I happen to be watching TV Saturday night at 11.30. I never watched Saturday Night Live, and they did a parody of that. And it's
5: not as funny as the original. No, not even close. <laughs> no, the original should be the sketch. It's <laughs> just way better. Yeah.
6: Although uh, uh, Pete Davidson was the perfect person to play the vape god, sure. wasn't he?
5: Not, not, not much difference between sure. the
6: two. Um, that Laura Ingram parody open was
2: very funny on SNL, wasn't it, Kevin? Uh, yeah, it was funny. I don't know wh- who they were parodying. No, I've never seen... Kate McKinnon's character? I never have seen yes, her. Yes. She's Laurie Ingram. Mm-hmm. A very okay. popular Fox I've personality. Pundit. But, uh, yeah. I've never just, never seen just, her, but... Uh, yeah, it was funny. Yeah, it was, fine. It was funny. went fact. on a long time.
6: Well, that's what they do. They take every four-minute sketch yeah.
2: and make it eight. Yeah. That's I don't how I feel. I watch SEL. the
6: news right. because I'm a kid. That's how SNL fills up 90 minutes a week.
2: It really is. If they didn't didn't... stretch, they would be done in about 16 minutes each week. Yes. And if
5: Michael Che and Colin Jost didn't laugh at their own jokes, it would probably be 10, 15 minutes left. Oh, I didn't get that far. (laughs) Let's not be ridiculous.
6: (laughs) (laughs) Um, It is uh, the 19th of November, as you mentioned. It is uh, Thanksgiving week, so we're going to cram a lot into these three days. And uh, I I guess there wasn't... Any question what we were going to start this morning's Kevin and Bean show with, and that's the uh, the farting controversy that clouded the grand slam of Darts quarterback. See, final. clouded. <laughs> um, Jensen, you saw this, I'm sure.
2: I did. I saw the story.
6: Kevin, I know everybody was sending it to you as well. Oh,
2: this has your name written all over it, they would it say. It does. I mean, <laughs> look. 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 It in does. The, in the history of sports, has there ever
6: been a farting controversy? Hmm. I mean, it's... Of course, it's impossible to tell, but I don't remember Mm -hmm. ever. I mean, think about all the athletes playing in close
2: quarters with one another. I don't remember there ever being a farting controversy. Maybe there's uh, the first half, but not the last half. Maybe there's no controversy. (laughs) Yes, Yes. (laughs) there's definitely farting.
5: Also, in baseball, I've always wondered, when someone goes up to bat, the catcher's face is right there. Mm -hmm. Good point. You could really ruin the game. Yeah,
2: good, good opportunity, I guess, to... To distract but them. this was even better because it was darts.
6: Yeah.
5: <laughs> yeah. A real so this, sport.
6: <laughs> for folks who don't know, this is uh, Gary Anderson, who's from uh, Scotland, as will become very evident when you try to decipher what the hell he's saying in this post-match <laughs> interview. And he defeated uh, a Dutchman named Wesley Harms to earn a spot in the quarterfinals of the Grand Slam of darts. But as I mentioned, there was a controversy. And in the post-match interview, the reporter was trying to nail him down on who was actually doing the farting. And here's how that went. Just spoke to
7: Wesley. And besides that, he said you were a class player. And you let him alive in the first session. He said that it was smelly on the stage. I thought Wesley the farted on the stage. Yeah. Did no. he? No. He, well, I think he thinks you did it. Okay, you can put your finger up last. There'll be no most. Sorry, so mm-hmm. Gary, so Gary is saying that Wesley was the one. He
6: said, "Yeah, I smelled it too." I think it was Wesley who was doing the farting, and the reporter says, "No, no, Wesley says that you're the one who did the fart." So they're so- trying to
5: figure out who dealt it. That's right. right. That's, that's exactly right. right. Yeah. They both smelt it. Yeah.
6: Right. This does turn into a Mike Wallace sixty miles uh, sixty minute start uh, kind of uh, grilling though, where mm-hmm. this reporter is not gonna let it go. Now I'm not exactly
7: sure what Gary's talking about here. You can put your finger up Lars, there'll be no smell there. <laughs> I thought he had <laughs> and I went, that's dirty.
2: Anyone? No. <laughs> um yes, the first part I can't repeat. The second part, um
7: No, I don't know. You can put your finger up Lars, there'll be no smell there. <laughs> I thought he had and I went, That's dirty
6: okay, so he thought that his
2: competitor Wesley had pooped right his, yeah. what is that okay and do you know why he thought that? why because he had before yes, doesn't he say later in this interview? Yes he does I've he done does that. mention
6: yeah, <laughs> he does mention that if he farts during competition, he poops yes <laughs> that, is not, that, is, that should be the lead here <laughs> right. what's this guy's
7: misunderstanding of how bathrooms work okay it was bad it was bad, it was bad. It was bad. It was a stink. I thought it was him. And he started playing better. I bet. Must have needed to get some wind out. Okay. Let me run it again. And he started playing better. I bet. Must have needed to get some wind
2: out. Yeah. I got that. No. What is it? He started playing better after that. I guess he needed to get some wind out. Wow. I spent a long time watching this. (laughs) This weekend.
7: (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. And they started playing better, but must have needed to get some wind out. Oh, that's wow. right. That's some perfect. wind what? out. Yeah. Good. You, Kevin, you speak scary. Sp- yeah, you I do. speak dart fart. I speak dart fart.
5: Dart fart. We've been raising money for Africa, as much money as we can get for dart fart, right? Yeah. It is a definitely a uh, fart gate. Okay, more. Uh, yeah. He thought it
7: was you. Oh, no. Hands up. Swear on my kid's life. So help me God. Nothing crossed.
6: I love that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Swear, uh, hands up. Swear on my kid's life. Nothing crossed. Nothing crossed. <laughs> right. So it was in there. It Was in the chamber. <laughs> he had one locked and loaded. But he didn't fire it. No. Is what he's saying. I mean, I got to Look, I didn't. Uh, I don't. I don't know anything beyond this. Uh, this piece. But I. He's very a very believable witness. Agreed. Don't you? Yeah, yeah I, I mean, trusted I, him too. And Can't also, him.
5: a Go way ahead. to have that kind of credibility is to say, "I know because I myself have farted and pooped my Correct. pants." Correct. Yes. Like he, he's he's almost relating to the guy. You have mm-hmm. to believe him. Yeah. Yeah. And when you swear in your kid's life, by the way. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't lie.
2: No, no.
7: But it was smelly anyway. It was smelly.
2: I think they've established yeah. that it was smelly. I think that's good. Kind of, the, the interviewer doesn't know where to go from here because yeah. he already talked to the other guy who said it was this guy. So uh-huh. how do you get any answer out of them?
6: Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just a question. that, I mean, this is, look, this is the Kavanaugh hearing all over right.
2: again. <laughs> it's just who's believable? I mean, that's really what you just got to decide who's the most but believable story. Could you find the interview with the other guy? Because I couldn't. No, I Wouldn't haven't. Wouldn't see- that be interesting to hear the other? Yes, I couldn't find it. He's no. went into hiding. <laughs> <laughs> He's so embarrassed,
6: he went out to buy new underwear. Okay,
7: uh, <laughs> usually if I fart on stage, I myself.
6: There it is. Yep. Yeah. Usually when I fart on on the stage, I poop myself. And he mentions that this is not the first time he told the story.
7: Usually if I fart on stage. I- myself you know that because I've told you in a documentary
6: now that's in a documentary about Gary Anderson the Scottish darts player I want to
5: see that documentary what's it you called to. <laughs> I don't called, know uh, but Fahrenheit 9-11 <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> but you have to uh, you have to Amazon that immediately Kevin I will give it a try ain't scared to. if I had farted it smelled like that I'd put my hands up and go oh sorry I need to get off so who was it then well don't tell me you've got enough three boys up there so <laughs> no it, definitely came for, it was table side. It was. It was eggs. Rotten eggs. <laughs> <laughs> Not for me. Not for me. No. No.
2: By the way, see, the... I feel like that guy would have claimed it. Really? I feel like the guy that's being interviewed would he, have. Yeah, Gary's a proud farter. Yeah, he would have claimed it had it happened.
6: The reporter just. I mean, how many times in this one-minute interview does he say, "Wasn't you?" You sure it wasn't
5: you? I mean, I could love it, it, it have been
6: you? I mean, he really is. But re- what about you?
5: Could it have been you? It's like He's... Clue. You know what I mean? They're like, was it you tableside table side with the dart? <laughs> He's
7: ruthless. Okay, thank you. And every time we walked past, it was a waft of rotten eggs. So that's why I was thinking it was him.
6: Thank you. Okay. So there you go. So the, as far as I'm concerned, the controversy is not settled. It's right. just more
7: mysterious than it was when we started. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Very happy with that story. I don't know why. Guess who instead of guess who? I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> Let's talk about today's Kevin DeBee show, shall we? Don't get hung up, then on that quality thing. Right, we don't ever. Andrew Siciliano takes a look at the the NFL Week 11. Yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff that happened this weekend. If you could ban any food, what would it be? Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that coming up. We've got uh, Rams tickets for tonight's Monday night game. Wow. Right? It's a big giveaway. Rams Chiefs. Yeah, big game. We're going to take your Rams fan songs at 7.15-ish. So if you want to start working on that, you can. We have uh, great news as it is Monday we have a new game called Hollywood Hunks. Yeah. Uh, the king of Mexico will not put his license plates on his car. Refuses. And it's been how many years now? Like five. Four how five he, years. How does he not get a ticket every
6: time he drives
2: on the street? I mean, they don't look that closely, but I don't you know. don't have to look that
6: closely to see there's no license plate on a car.
2: Right, but don't you just assume it's probably new? Nope. not a, not one. If you've ever seen Dave's car, no. Oh, good point. Yeah. I didn't yeah. think about that. And uh, we have tickets to the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas also in the 6 o'clock hour. We will take a break and come back with what's happening next.
1: It's Kevin and Bean on
5: K-Rock.
2: Jensen, mm-hmm.
5: in for Ali McKay. What's happening? Uh, well, you guys know that 2018, more than any other year, has been the most difficult time period to decipher if a headline is real or not. Yeah, true. You see something <laughs> and you're just like, this is either The Onion or CNN.
2: Right. (laughs) It's a a toss-up.
5: It could be either. This weekend was no exception. The Cleveland Browns, Art of Football, what – What the Cleveland Browns are to football. They're they're so bad, I can't come up with a comparable reference at this point. How am I Mr. Bad Example when Jensen's on the show? Listen, they're willing to do whatever is necessary to win a game, and that's the Cleveland Browns way. Sure. They are not a good football team. They're an embarrassing franchise. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when they fired their head coach, Hugh Jackson, last month, uh, hiring their replacement sounded less like a job and more like a prison sentence. (laughs) But when rumors swirled uh, this Sunday that general manager John Dorsey was looking to interview of all people former secretary of state condoleezza rice that i saw that headline and i thought well that's clearly fake it has to be a fake story yes he is, he is a browns fan right a super fan on yeah. top of that uh, she was i mean she's a football fan in general but also mm-hmm. a member of the inaugural college football selection committee Um, And also, obviously, a very smart mind. Oh, no question. And also, you can't do worse than the Cleveland Browns now. (laughs) So I don't care if they put in a lab rat. You know what I mean? It'll be better. Uh, And so basically, ESPN stood by the story when everyone was like, we've Googled it. We need to know if this is real. ESPN had an inside source that said that she was spotted on the sidelines at a Browns game recently with team officials. And she is an official candidate.
2: I would love for her to take over and just turn that team around, go straight to the Super Bowl it if it's at all possible yeah. at this point.
5: It's it's basically political <laughs> You know I mean? Like we brought someone in that you just can't believe is a head coach. It's Eddie. That was that Whoopi Goldberg movie. That's right. Yeah.
6: Yep. But Where she takes over the Knicks. The, right? the Knicks, yeah.
5: yeah. And here's the thing. She would be the first candidate female candidate ever interviewed for NFL head coach job. Wow. Uh, But the problem is the Browns are denying the report. Even with ESPN standing by it, they put out an official statement that says Condoleezza Rice, lovely woman. Very smart, uh, but she's not going to be running the Cleveland Browns, as if it's some sort of prestigious job. Right, sure. (laughs) Uh, But the only thing we know for sure is that the Cleveland Browns are a garbage uh, dumpster fire.
6: Now, Jansen, I have to ask, just because uh, you may be more familiar with the history of uh, the NFL than I am, Mm -hmm. would she be the first ever Secretary of State to also coach
2: uh,
5: an NFL team? i got to be honest, I didn't Google that, so I don't know that for sure. Okay. But I knew that she was uh, interviewed, possibly interviewed. Well, also, by the way, if you're being like rumored to be interviewing the first female head coach for the NFL, just say you're doing it. Just own it, yeah. Yeah, and bring her in. Don't be a jerk. Uh, continuing that streak of headlines that are also possible Mad Libs, David Arquette almost died this weekend at a wrestling match with about 200 people in the audience of a bar. Now, that was fake. Nope. That's Not real fake. That's okay very real. Uh, I had told you guys a few weeks ago about how the actor and producer was serious about becoming a pro wrestler. We all talked about it, how he's paying his dues, traveling to small cities around the U.S., and training hardcore. All because one time he played a wrestler in a forgettable 2000 movie called Ready to Rumble. And now he wants to return to the Squared Circle.
6: Well, maybe don't wait 18 years
5: to then start getting into wrestling mm-hmm. after you, know you do the movie. I'm not sure that would have helped. Bean, you don't rush greatness. <laughs> okay. And now the reality of that decision is sinking in. On Friday night, he competed in what is called a death match in Los Angeles and it's as graphic as it sounds yeah I don't know it wasn't good no I'm a wrestling guy and death matches are sort of like gimmicks where like you know people can do whatever they want in it this one it seemed like they really were fighting to the death Uh, he competed against a guy named Nick Gage who, upon further research, was released from prison in 2016. All right. Which is too close for me. <laughs> if I'm wrestling someone... What's your what's your cutoff? 2013. Okay. If I'm wrestling you, you you got to be a free man. Has it, to be a solid five years. Absolutely. So right. this
6: is real, I'm going to hurt you wrestling. This isn't staged and choreographed, and we're just pretending
5: wrestling. Well, I don't know. It's somewhere in between. Yeah, I
2: think it's supposed to be the l- latter, but sometimes it works into but the former. But it's more like an underground fight
6: club. Yes. Yeah.
5: They use chairs, tables, cheese. Graders, fluorescent light bulbs and there was oh an ending gosh. yeah there was an ending that involved i mean it's insane i don't recommend looking at the video if you're uh you know have a weak stomach squeamish. yeah, yeah. i usually do too and i was able to watch just get through it once it's rough but wow at the end of the match it looks like um from a fluorescent light bulb that david arquette's neck gets sliced open now, it bleeds so much, and his face has blood all over it from earlier stuff, that I'm. it looks like David is pushing the blood back into his neck, fearful that it's his juggler. So he begins to walk out of the ring without the match ending. and then Trying to stop the bleeding, which is going right through his hands. Yeah, and so instead, he sits there for a second, thinks about it, and then I think he realizes it's not his juggler, and he wants to finish the match like a pro. Goes back in, lays down on his back so that he can be pinned. But the Nick Gage guy doesn't go with it, picks up another fluorescent light bulb, hits him with that, and then it becomes real. So even if you think it's fake, at that point it becomes real. David Arquette picks up a chair, hits him for real with it, um, and the guy, I think, starts to realize then that David Arquette might be dying. Uh, And then they end the match really fast. David does not sell, which is what they call, you know, basically... um, Pretending you're injured oh. you, know, you know how wrestlers Stay in the ring Like sure. ow oh, it hurts my neck Whatever sure. this is real So he just gets up Walks out And goes to the hospital Unbelievable Yeah it is bonkers He tweeted uh, A couple hours later Turns out death matches Aren't my thing <laughs> 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 Which is very funny The whole thing is a mess though And honestly it seems like Gage may have taken Advantage of David In an attempt to make A name for himself So that's the last time I'll say his name
6: I, uh, I know that death matches Are not my thing Without having gone through it
5: No I I think you could get that actually tattooed across my back. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Well, anyway, uh, shouts to David Arquette. Hope he's feeling better. That's crazy. Uh, This weekend at the box office, Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald came in at number one with a domestic box office opening of $62 million, which sounds high. But it is the lowest debut ever in the history of Harry Potter. Is that right? It is. Kevin, did you see it? I did. Was it good? I thought it was really good, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Did I understand every single thing?
6: No. i have to go again. All right. The uh, The word seems to be it's the worst of all the Harry Potter movies. Would you agree? Worst
2: of all the Harry Potter... Yeah. But not not by a not lot. Not by far. No. Okay. No. I mean, I like those movies. I like the franchise. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it's not quite up to the same standards. Well, I blame Johnny Depp. He I still l- enjoyed it. Yeah, Johnny
5: Depp was in it way too much. Yeah, he's awful. He looks like a human dream catcher. Yeah. Uh, The Grinch stayed strong for its second weekend as it only dropped 44% uh, from its $67.5 million opening. 38 million total. Third place was Bohemian Rhapsody, which added 15 million to its third weekend, pushing its total above 127 million. But the big disappointment was in fourth place with the brand new comedy Instant Family, which made only $14 million in 3,000 theaters. That is not good. Uh, And with a $48 million budget, this Mark Wahlberg uh, film will need a long run through the holiday season or just an awkward interview with me for publicity. Either (laughs) one of those two things. Guys, today's birthdays rapper and Kardashian hanger on Tyga. Star Wars actor, Adam Driver. Designer, Calvin Klein. You know her from Sleepless in Seattle and When Harry Met Sally. Happy birthday to Meg Ryan. Interviewer and Crypt Keeper, Larry King. What's with the zombies? (laughs) That's a great question. And maybe he's just looking in the mirror. Uh, And one of my favorite actresses, Allison Janney. And that is what's happening.
1: It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock.
5: Jensen, what do we got going here? Okay, this came up in a discussion amongst ourselves just the other day that I think... That we are in an era where there are no more Hollywood hunks, really? Like, D- define what? Hollywood hunks. Okay. Dudes that are sold to be in a film, and you're supposed to go see it, or a TV show, and you're supposed to go see it because they're sexy as hell. That's
6: ridiculous.
5: I don't think it That's really— That's absurd. No, I don't think it happens anymore, and I'm, I'm almost sure of it. There's a couple that are on the line nowadays, and we'll bring them up.
6: But what about when you, you see the world's sexiest man and stuff? That is all that is when it's Idris Elba, like it was this not year. Not not a Hollywood hunk. Absolutely it, he's a Hollywood not. hunk.
5: Idris Elba is not a Hollywood hunk. Everybody who knows who he is thinks he's beautiful. I'll to say look that at. he's close. He's getting there because people are like, "Oh, he'd be the sexiest ass Bond." Like people will say that, and that gets him closer to Hollywood hunk status. But he is currently not in Hollywood. Now, hunk status.
2: this doesn't mean that they're hot or not hot. This means they're sold.
5: Yeah, this the sex is like, appeal of the cell. Yeah, this is like in the '80s when we had Planet Hollywood, and like three dudes would show up to the opening, and everyone's like, "Oh yeah, Bruce Willis," and they would like, and they would like move their crotch around. Like, I, I, I mean, like you have to be a sex symbol in 2018. And also, I also I will say this. I think it's weird that we used to categorize people like this and I think it's almost like we shouldn't be categorizing and tagging people <laughs> but let's do it for dudes. You know what I mean? Like let Megan me just... Fox, those people, we kind of ruin their career but I yeah. love people like Margot Robbie who now can do everything and is very attractive. Uh, it was very unfair what happened to Megan Fox, by the way. It is. It but really but was. It but let me But
6: before we move on, let yeah. me ask the ladies because Christine is here, yes. uh, Chip is here. They are not experts on this just so you know, I am. Okay. Uh, All right. Inter- Idris Elba, I still say Hollywood Hunk.
4: I'd say so, too. You know, I I see what Jensen's saying, though, because to me, he's a serious actor. Yeah. I wouldn't have ever called him a Hollywood Hunk, even though he's hot.
1: Yes. But I think of him as more of a serious actor. Would
2: you go to see a movie because he's hot?
4: Uh no a Hollywood Hunk.
2: They're, both, high, they're yeah. both a no. <laughs> Show the proof.
4: I would go because he's a good actor. Yeah. But... Sure. Right. By but the that's, way, not, that's and the, the selling high is bo- point. It's a bonus. But sure. Yeah, okay.
5: Yeah. Yes. Right. Oh, thanks, guys. All right. Just like right. that. Proof in the pudding. What about,
6: and mm-hmm. here's another one that I'm going to stand by. Yes. Just It just occurred to me. Who is, <laughs> who <laughs> is Bean, a Hollywood Hunk? Bean
5: decides that
2: he's going to throw out a name and stand by it all yes. at once. <laughs> I do. Right. Chris Hemsworth.
5: Hollywood Hunk.
6: Totally. Okay. Absolutely. All right. A very
5: rare modern day Hollywood hunk.
6: All right. I just wanted to make sure that you did have some people in that category. But I
5: will tell you, an evolution of a Hollywood hunk because he started as sort of a chubby comedian, and then he moved into his world of having that buff cut Avengers slash whatever style. That's that's a Hollywood hunk. That's it. Bradley Cooper. Great question. How is Uh. he? What? Great question. I will say. Hollywood hunk at one point, no longer, and and actively pushing himself away from the Hollywood hunk right now. By the roles he takes? Yes. Chip, Christine?
4: Yeah, I would say so too. He's a great actor, and he's hot, but I wouldn't... I don't say hunk. Oh, I still put him in the hunt category. <laughs> Christine, but Christine has a
2: very wide category. <laughs> do you, but- <laughs> I do.
4: I'm, a, I'm an equal opportunity <laughs> employer, you guys. But he's very thirsty,
2: you
1: guys.
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> so you would see a movie, if Bad- Bradley Cooper's in it, you're like, I want to go see him because he is attractive to me.
1: It's the only reason I saw Star is oh. Born.
5: Well, that's 50 50 then. All right. Ryan Reynolds. All right. Ryan Reynolds, Hollywood hunk. Hollywood hunk. A okay. rare, A rare Hollywood hunk again in modern day films. Okay. But I will say, like, he is also teetering on comedy a bit right now, but he is a currently still a Hollywood hunk. Okay. You Very mean he big.
6: might have too much personality to be just a sex symbol? Is that what you're saying? Absolutely.
5: Because I'll give you a controversial one. Okay. It's not currently a Hollywood hunk. But this person's not even a good actor. Okay. But in the early 2000s, Chad Michael Murray, Hollywood hunk. Get it going. Get it going. <laughs> Hollywood <laughs> hung Chad Michael Murphy. <laughs> all right. I have uh, a I'm
3: in on that one, by the way. See, so. about... see
5: Christine did on all those. Absolutely. <laughs> how about Keanu? Keanu, at one point. Parenthood, Bill and Ted, Hollywood hunk, no longer a Hollywood hunk. You don't he, go see John Wick. But he's better looking now than he was 20 years ago. Listen, I don't make the decisions. You I, do? I, I, well, no, I make the judgments. <laughs> oh, I see. <laughs> no, I don't make the decisions that lead to my judgments. Oh, I see. Like, for example, Keanu Reeves now, John Wick and stuff, you don't go see it because Keanu's sexy. You see it because he's cool and he's good looking. That's and not a, a problem. Good, he's a good action well, star now. that's questionable. Tom Cruise. Uh, not a Hollywood hunk currently, but quite a career of in and out of Hollywood hunk. Okay, risky so he... business, Hollywood, uh, you know Hollywood hunk, Tropic uh, Thunder, Tropic Thunder, thunder. Hollywood hunk, uh, but you know those kind of in and outs. But no, not currently, right now. Interesting. No, Hugh Jackman. Uh, ooh, it's right on the line, guys. But I'm gonna have to say, Hollywood hunk mostly. Okay, but not really. Does that make sense to you? No,
4: totally. He's
5: a little too. <laughs> oh. He's a little too musical theater at times to be a Hollywood hunk.
4: <laughs> that is the slice of the pie of Hugh Jackman that I'm not into. See? But, oh, but, you know, okay. Wolverine, Wolverine, Yeah, See, oh, Wolverine, yeah. Hollywood hunk. 100%. Logan, so he's Hollywood. got one Logan, foot on, Logan, on yeah. each side of that
5: one. Yeah, he really plays the equator line uh, in between the two. Because he's that... very
1: sensitive. Yes, he yeah. plays
5: it good, but it's not fully there. I have one that Bean uh, hates mm-hmm. because his wife loves, okay. Josh Holloway. Not a Hollywood hunk. Not even a star anymore. <laughs> well, I did say Chad Michael Murray. Uh, but yeah, no, not a Hollywood I love hunk. Chad. Here's one here's here's one that I, I think we okay. should address. I do think eighties Bruce Willis, moonlighting, Hi. diehard, Hollywood hunk. Uh, yeah, I would say so. And I'll even say this. But no longer? Possibly still. Really? Possibly. Whoa. I don't think, but I mean, like, he's just a sexual being. You know what I mean? Like, you hear he's dating a 21-year-old, and you're like, yep, that makes sense. <laughs> like, he's just a hunk. He's a hunky one.
6: All right. I have yeah. Uh, yeah. I have one that I'm going to put in the James Dean category, fairly or not, because he died so young okay. that I think he'll forever be considered a Hollywood hunk, and that's Paul Walker.
5: Yes, absolute Hollywood hunk. And not just because I'm not trying to, you know, ruin the dead. But I do think he's a Hollywood hunk because people were putting him in movies just because he was hunky. Ladies, you agree? Paul Walker? Yeah.
4: yeah I'd say so.
5: Yeah. How about Ben Affleck? Great question. Ben Affleck was a Hollywood hunk for a very small amount of time during the J-Lo dating. When he was like cut and ripped and on a yacht, but now that he has like a full dragon tattooed back and also like looks so down on his luck, is nowhere near Hollywood Hunk status. Okay. Like nowhere um, near. Like actually, kind of the opposite currently. Dexter yeah, weighs
6: that. in on the Kevin Bean uh, Instagram.
5: Um, Ryan Gosling. Absolute Hollywood hunk. And yeah. he's done it in such an impressive way because he's taken roles that are serious, like Lars and the Real Girl. He's shown up to set like 40 pounds overweight, and they ask why. He says, because his character would do it. That's not things a Hollywood hunk would do. <laughs> he's perfect. <laughs> but he is perfect, and yeah. he's stuck with it, and he's done well. But you know you got to go to classics also, like a Burt Reynolds. You know what I mean? That was a In Hollywood the day, hunk. Sure, yeah. Tell, yeah. Well, not now. He's Paul dead. Newman,
6: Robert Redford, <laughs> yeah. all those guys. These Gregory are, Peck.
5: Are, those are all that you. Well, Gregory Peck's questionable, but everyone else you just said is a Hollywood hunk as well. Okay, but last last question. Yeah. we're we're out of time. Yeah, DJ Qualls. Qualls, <laughs> 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 absolute Hollywood hunk. His skinny demeanor, everything he's got going on, his wiry voice. I mean, a sex symbol to the to the ten. <laughs>
1: It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock. The King of Mexico is booming, bull-
6: <laughs> and never more so than right now. Dave, our producer, of the King of Mexico. What are we gonna do with you, son? Listen, why do Listen,
3: we have to do anything guys? with him? I'm just living my life as best as I can. <laughs> Yeah, I'm living the best life I can. Yeah, You think how, you're a
5: night rider,
6: right? <laughs> what, what, how <laughs> how long have you been driving your car around Southern California streets illegally by not putting a license
5: plate on it?
3: Okay, hold on. So listen, I got a new car in what
5: 2013. Not a mm-hmm. new car anymore. You should say car. <laughs> yeah, I got five a car. years.
3: Yeah, and I I just you know I never thought that license plates were very necessary.
2: <laughs> okay. You know? <laughs> but, but and it kind of ruins the look of your car. But here's like, the thing. Um the law doesn't care that you don't understand it or get it. Listen.
3: Here's the thing. I've been pulled over. My girlfriend has been pulled over in my car. In that car, okay.
2: Not one mention of the license plates. On Not front or back? Neither. What? Neither. I got yeah. t- so, I, I used to have a, a so, back but not a front yeah. and I was in the parking garage at LAX and they had to walk around there was a post there <laughs> it, was like, it was almost like they, they, they could climb see the side it. of the wall they gave me a ticket yeah
3: but um you know and and it this all came about because I got my uh my tags for this the next year right. you know and I was thinking all right maybe it's time to put them on and, but I just don't see a reason why.
5: Well, I could give you reasons why. Why? In case something happens, they could figure out where your car is. It's, a, it's an identification number.
3: You could do that with the VIN number. You could do that with. Uh, yeah, it's, it's easy to search easy for to VIN see numbers while driving by. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you
6: can't see that on this on the
5: cameras though is the, but what, the bid number
3: what happened like what 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 give me an example of why i would need my
5: license god plate. forbid I'm, I'm, i mean okay, i don't want ahead. you to die okay but god forbid something were to happen where your car gets jacked or you get murdered and then they have to find your situation they use bank cameras all these things they're doing <laughs> i saw searching listen there are things going on where they go oh that car passed lake tahoe those i mean they find you by doing that yeah, without you, that, I'm not even saying you're a criminal, which you could be. But
3: they can—they just tell by the make and model of what I had, and that's the make and model they're looking for. Everyone
5: they're, has the same car,
3: right? Yes, but, Dave, but still, Dave. they could narrow it down. If they're looking for a certain car, they're going to look for a certain car. It's there's no
2: difference of the license plate right. or the, the make and model. So it's been five years. Five years. Okay, yes. so um, at some point, did you just make a decision? I'm not going to put on plates, and and why did you make that? It's not like you could just go through life and just not get to it. Again, it was just like I don't I don't know if I
3: need them. I I just don't See, know if I need them. Do and, you think they
2: look uncool? It, oh yeah.
3: It just the car looks better without them. I mean, <laughs> they do. It looks it looks nice and clean. It's like you know, I mean, listen, I, I put up a Twitter poll yesterday, if, if I need my license plate, if I should put them on. Uh-huh. And then I and, got arrested. <laughs> yeah, 67% said yes, and 33 said no. But a lot of, I asked the reason why, and the, the main reason was, why you should put them on, is the front license plate law. But then... I've got pulled over twice, like I said, and, and they didn't I have, even check. Yeah, and I haven't got a ticket yet. Do you For, think they uh, assume?
2: Do you keep the little paper on the window I, that I shows that, it's I new? That, I have that paper. Yes. Do you think they think it's new? I guess,
3: right? And that's the reason why I have it, just so you know, the the car's always clean, so it looks new. Interesting. Yeah, uh, I just don't. I have the the I signed up to get the tolls, so it's not like I'm cheating the 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 city okay. out of of
5: taxes and our tolls. Well, you're technically. No, it, it it reads the the toll. Well, no, know. I'm just saying like, we could use your fix-it money.
6: <laughs> Dave, um, uh, why do you bother renewing your registration every good year? Good question. Well, because that they could that
3: will uh, that's definitely bad. <laughs> like like that. <laughs> oh, that I oh, I see. So that's bad. yeah, yeah. So I you mean, you can choose
6: which motor vehicle laws you want to abide by.
3: Yeah, definitely. Because look at it. It's it's just you need registration. You need to register a car and say it's in operation. Yeah, you. I get that. You don't need a license plate.
2: I know what this is about. I mean, I, well, I mean, this is about not being identified in a drive-by. Yeah, that's what this <laughs> yeah. is about. This is when
5: you get initiated into the Crips; they won't be able to go to your house. <laughs> yeah, but has has
6: anyone asked you to flash your lights driving through a neighborhood lately? <laughs> oh,
5: <yeah. right, laughs> have, have you ever I been at, ever been at a gas station and someone goes, "Don't go back in your car"? There's someone in the back seat. <laughs> the two fakest urban legends. <laughs>
3: but I mean, you guys don't. You guys put on your plates right away. Yes. Of course. I mean, I, I get to it. Uh, I mean, Kevin was my inspiration. I how noticed dare on the, you? I noticed <laughs> on the new cars he had his plates, but he, for the longest time, he never had plates. Striker never but had plates. But he's lazy, though. <laughs> Kevin is just lazy. <laughs> how he, how it's dare probably, you? It, No, I'm saying,
6: it's. I, I
2: know you, and I know that your plan wasn't to not put plates on. You just were too lazy to do it. Yeah, probably. And then yeah. once you don't put them on, then it doesn't enter your mind again. Put I it think. this way. Put it this way. I don't even know where my plates are anymore.
5: Oh, <laughs> I this man just, is a uh, just I a just, criminal. I just
3: don't know where they're at.
5: <laughs> I did have a car once that didn't have the uh the kind of holes, the the screw plates places to uh put on the front plate. What? Okay. I, I got I didn't they didn't have it. Okay. I got a fix a ticket. I had to take it back to the dealership. They s- created holes oh. to put the license plate in. Like how are you getting away with this? I and have no idea. And it compromised
6: your car, man. Come yeah. yeah. hey, yeah. let me ask yeah. you this. New theory. Yes. Do you run a lot of red
7: lights? No,
3: oh, no, not oh. at all. Great question. Not at all. And I've, and by the way, I've gotten a red light ticket, like the, for the cameras, with no plates. So it's not like I'm trying to that's skirt not possible. The it is.
2: How? I don't think yeah. that's possible. It How? is. You didn't How? run a red light and get a ticket for that because the only way they can identify your car with yeah. that camera is with your license plate. That didn't happen. Remember,
3: you liar. In, remember, my top.
2: information is
3: on the window. They, yeah, can't they can't read pick that. it up.
5: What, you, what camera do you think they're using? They're <laughs> incorrect. What is it? <laughs> it's videos? not a
6: microscope, Dave.
3: <laughs> Listen, I got a ticket. I'm just telling you. I, All right, get I out. I know what I do. Get out. I
6: think
2: you lied. I win. Get out.
6: And you are a farter and a racist. <laughs> get out.
2: And the king
1: of Mexico is bullsh**. It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. All right, we want to give away some free tickets
6: to K-Rock's absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas 2018 for Sunday, December 9th at the Forum. This is a game that we like to call Total Recall. Total Recall, that's the game that we play. If you want tickets to K-Rock's Almost Acoustic Christmas. Oh, yeah. Total Recall, Almost Acoustic Christmas. That's what. I know know that we have another game called The Hardest Game of the World, but for me, if I were a contestant with a 10-second timer on Total Recall, this might be the hardest
2: game for me. Um, I would absolutely fail every time. Yeah, it puts you on the spot. No one likes that.
6: But uh, once the timer's over, man, lots of answers flooded to your head. (laughs) So I'm going to be setting up a category for you, and then you'll have 10 seconds, and I'm going to ask you to name three items in that category in 10 seconds, all right? And if you do, you go into the drawing. Somebody wins tickets for night two of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas. Who's our first contestant, please?
2: First is Tony in Corona. Good morning, Tony.
1: Hey, good morning, guys. Bong-bong, and thanks for uh, making me
2: nervous, Pete. Bong-bong.
6: <laughs> I mean, there's almost no way for a person to win, is what I'm saying, Tony, so don't worry about it. Um, I am all part right.
1: of the Zero Club, so it won't be the first time I lose. <laughs> oh,
6: fantastic. <laughs> all right, Florence and the Machine are headlining night two, and lead singer Florence Welsh is well-known not only as a, a great writer and singer, but also for her head of lovely red hair. In 10 seconds, Tony, can you name for me three other famous red hairs looking for three other gingers? Good luck.
1: Uh, Danny from the from that partridge family, uh, the uh, Prince Harry and.
4: uh... Oh, Uh.
2: (laughs) that 10 seconds Ah. goes by fast. Oh, (laughs) that comes by so fast uh nice try
6: yeah there's uh, uh ed sheeran and prince harry and sean white and kathy griffin and a lot of them but thank you for playing and thank you for listening we appreciate it
2: all right let's go to shauna from yep. lake, lake elizabeth hi hi
4: good morning good
2: morning
6: hey shauna how are you feeling about your chances with this game today
4: not good after that <laughs> okay well your question your question
6: is different. You can bet that Death Cab for Cutie will be performing on night two, their popular 2018 song called Gold Rush. Besides Gold Rush, can you name for me three other things that have gold or golden in their name? Three other things that have gold or golden in their name. Good
2: luck to you.
1: Goldschlager,
2: Golden Grand, Golden Bears. Look at that. Uh, She did it in like three seconds. Was Goldschlager, was that one of yours? Yes. Oh, no yeah, Shauna's my girl. All right, thank you very much. <laughs> Hang on, you are in the drawing. That is well done. Wow, that was surprising. That's how you do it. Let's go to Travis and Irvine. Good morning, Travis.
1: Hey, good morning, party people.
2: No pressure. Shauna just killed it. Yeah, no kidding. All
6: right. Well, I it need is...
1: redemption after Omaroki last week. <laughs> oh, no.
2: <laughs> oh, you're back.
6: Okay. It is well known that the band Bastille takes its name from Bastille Day, the French holiday commemorating the beginning of the French Revolution in 1789. Besides Paris, where that happened... All you have to do is name for me three other cities in Europe. Three other cities in Europe. Travis, easy peasy. Good luck.
1: The Berlin, Marseille, and uh, Madrid. I mean, Again. Come on. Rockstar.
2: Well Look done. You are in the drawing. Thank you. All right. Let's go to uh, Armando in Glendora. Good morning, Armando. Hey, good morning, everybody. How you doing? We are good. Armando, uh, we are playing for night two of the K-Rock Absolute Almost Christmas
6: 2018. The game is Total Recall. I'm going to give you a category. You'll have 10 seconds to name three items. Are you ready? Sounds good. Mike Shinoda became well-known to K-Rock listeners as one of the front men of the band, Lincoln Park. Even though it is technically out of season right now, I'm going to ask you to think baseball and name for me five Major League Baseball Parks. Five Major League Uh, Baseball Parks. Three. Excuse me, three. Three Major League Baseball Parks. Good luck.
2: Dodger Stadium, Wrigley
7: Field, and uh, oh my
5: god, uh, ah, I forgot. Oh, oh, man. oh man, you got the first two in two seconds. Could have just guessed a team name and said Stadium <laughs> afterwards.
6: <laughs> what did he have? He had yeah. Dodger and Yankee. That was it, huh? Yeah, uh, there you go. Uh, Wrigley, Anaheim, all right, Dolby Rodney. Chorus Field,
2: Fanway, yeah. Petco. All right, thank you
6: for playing, though. All right, do we have time for? maybe uh, yeah. we
2: got time for another couple, right? Let's do uh, David in Signal Hill. Hi, David. Yeah, hi.
6: Hi, David. What's ten seconds. On? Ten seconds goes fast. So you got your thinking cap on? Uh, I sure hope so. All right. Another of the bands playing on night two is Churches. They have nothing to do with the popular fried chicken restaurant. But for the purposes of this conversation, let's keep it on that topic. In 10 seconds, give me three other fast food restaurants that sell chicken in some form. Three other fast food restaurants where there's an item on the menu with chicken in it. Go ahead.
0: Uh, McDonald's, Burger King, and Popeyes.
5: That's how it's done. You can really say any fast food restaurant. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Except for (laughs) In-N-Out. yeah right oh yeah Uh, yeah, i think you're right yeah Yeah. all
2: right let's do one more all right let's make that uh renee in riverside good morning good morning
6: hey renee we're all pulling for you you ready to play
1: yes i'm ready
2: all right
6: we are very excited to see the young Billy Eilish on the acoustic Christmas bill for the first time on night Two. and by the way, as a uh, program, programming note, she'll be joining us on the Kevin bean Show tomorrow morning. Mm-hmm. Although there are several famous women named Billy, it is far more common as a nickname for men named William. in ten seconds. can you name for me three other famous men known as Billy? three famous men known as Billy. Good
1: luck oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, no,
6: Billy Idol, that no was Billy Joel, cool. no. That was Billy strong. Corgan, oh, Billy Ray Cyrus. Billy Russell, Billy
2: Baldwin. Billy Baldwin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Billy, I respect you, Renee. <laughs> Billy Squire, okay. They're Thank you for called. playing anyway. Those
6: are some great contestants, you guys. Congratulations to Shauna, Travis, and David. They are all in the running. One will win tickets to join us on Sunday, December 9th at the Great Western Forum for K-Rock's absolute Almost decrease to Christmas. Who's our winner,
2: please?
4: The winner is David. Yeah! David! Congrats, David! Hell
2: yeah. Hey, congrats. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Okay. Sorry to wake you.
1: Oh, yeah! Donald Rekha! It's Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. Great news! When you wake up, all you hear is bad news. So bad it makes you want to
6: hit the snooze. Kevin and Bean can make that go away. It's time for Great News Today.
3: Great
2: News! We've had this conversation many, many, many times. What would you do if you won the lottery? Mm-hmm. There's a woman in Iowa, 51-year-old Larin West, Uh, was celebrating the purchase of her new home. She and her sister were in a truck. They ran to get some pizza. They bought a lottery ticket. And they won the biggest lottery in Iowa history with $341 million. That's a workout. Exactly. And this, do we have the audio for that? There we go. Thank you.
4: So I called my sister and I said, you know, I just talked to Andrea and Andrea said somebody won the lottery. And she said, funny you should mention that. Your tickets are in my truck. Now,
2: at that point, don't you think for $343 million? Sister's like, I don't know. (laughs) I haven't seen them. We bought it together. I don't know.
4: And I said, well, send me a picture. And so she sent me a picture and put those numbers into the IALottery.com. And it was red, 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 jackpot. I want you to know that. As I stand here today, I know the responsibility that I have to do good with this money. No, no,
6: no, make no, the- no, hold on a sec. The responsibility you have to disappear, my dear, yeah. not
2: to do good with the money, to vanish. That's my point, is that she comes out, when she's receiving the check, Uh huh. she starts talking about all the good that she's going to do with it, including, you'll hear coming up, she's already founded a charity. Oh, I hate her. (laughs) She's an awful person.
4: The responsibility that I have to do good with this money. I plan to make thoughtful and responsible decisions on giving to my friends, my family, and to help others, I have established the Callum Foundation. It's CallumFoundation.org. So the Callum Foundation is set up in, um, in honor of a grandson of mine who was born in April. And he lived for one day. And so that foundation is to honor him and to do good for others. So she's
2: already started a foundation that will offer grants to uh, initiatives that alleviate poverty, hunger, and improve education, animal welfare, and veterans affairs. When she you say that it like up, that,
6: when you say it like that, it makes it hard to hate
2: her. <laughs> right. <laughs> but I'm saying she got all those ducks in a row before she even accepted the check. Wow. And that's she a good is, person. She is very special. And that's my great news. Well,
6: I'm sorry, I'm, I'm buying an island with that $300 million and living by myself for the rest of my life.
2: Right, that's not as great news. Not as
5: great news. I know. <laughs> I think I should the right person. <laughs> but great news for him. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Back in two thousand thirteen times were simpler, guys. Uh, things like the Harlem Shake and Justin Bieber's <laughs> monkey being confiscated. Those were our biggest <laughs> were concerns. Times. Yeah, those were the biggest concerns on the internet. And feel good stories were still able to warm our cold, jaded hearts. Like Bat Kid. That kid,
6: Remember back Kid? I do. I do.
5: He was adorable. Miles Scott was a five-year-old in San Francisco who was diagnosed with life-threatening leukemia and was given one wish by the Make-A-Wish Foundation. His wish was to be a superhero. So the charity created an obstacle course of uh, sorts throughout the Bay Area where in front of a crowd of thousands, he dressed as Batman and ran through quote-unquote Gotham, battling the Penguin and the Riddler to rescue Lucille, the San Francisco Giants mascot, and in the process, stole the country's hearts. he was adorable and beautiful. It was an amazing story that earned Little Miles a key to the city and became the subject of a documentary called Bat Kid Begins that will force you to cry. I've seen it. It's a good movie. Well, here's even more good news about Miles. It was reported this past weekend that he has been in remission for five years and is now considered to be officially cancer-free. Wow! It's not how you saw the Bat-Kid story. No, 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 me neither. He had been fighting the disease since he was one years old, and now he's returned to his life as a normal kid. He plays Little League, goes to school, and helps on his family's farm. Now 10 years old and in the fifth grade, uh, this Batman kid story ends better than any of the Batman movies like that have been in, on screen. It's incredible. Uh, so congratulations to Little Miles, who will always be known as Bat-Kid, but is now cancer-free and living life to the fullest. And that was my great news. That is fantastic, Jensen. Isn't it? Yeah, I did You're not-
6: absolutely right. You thought that's the type of thing they dress him up because he's got three months to live and right. he has to fulfill a fantasy. And that's like the a end of the story. Are you yeah, saying,
5: Bean, yeah. that they should take the wish back?
6: No, no, no. I'm saying I'm just happy to hear the way it worked <laughs> okay, out.
5: Okay, good.
6: Here's a uh, company called Bombas that I was unfamiliar with. David Heath is the co founder of this company, and he found out that the most requested item at homeless shelters is what, would you think? The most requested item at homeless shelters? Food. Yeah, I would think food, too. Socks. It's also the least donated. Lots of people donate their old clothing, but they don't donate their socks. And shelters usually don't take used socks. At first, he realized this was a problem and he started buying socks and handing them out to homeless people that he saw on the streets. But then he realized how much demand there was. He says, I encountered a homeless veteran who had a sign saying, Anything will do. I walked up and said, Hey, I don't have any money, but I have a pair of socks for you. And the man said, That's exactly what I needed. How did you know? So he thought about that as he watched the man take off his shoes, seeing that one foot was wrapped in a bandana, the other was wrapped in a plastic bag. Wow. And he said, I have got to do something. So he teamed up with a man named Randy Goldberg, and they created a sock company. This is the only reason he got into the sock business is because he realized homeless people need socks. And his idea was that he would have a buy one, give one model. So for every pair of socks that his company sold, they would donate a pair to a homeless shelter as well. Doesn't seem like a good business plan. He has donated now over 10 million pairs of socks. Wow. That's crazy. It is crazy. They got their big break by the way when they were featured on Shark Tank in 2014. Damon John from Fubu decided to partner with the company and that was that's what really sparked the business to go national. And he said, "Look, no one ever grows up about, you know, creating the perfect sock, dreaming about that or building a sock empire." Although doesn't one of the Kardashian kids have a sock empire? So- yeah. <laughs> well, sort
5: of. I don't know if you call that a empire. empire. Yeah, he has a sock shack. <laughs> <laughs> right
6: exactly. So, this is this was his idea that was just based on realizing that homeless people don't have socks. He's turned this into an extremely profitable business. Now he says he wants to spread it and get into other products other than socks with the same plan. One for me, one for you. How wonderful is that's that fantastic. Mm-hmm.
2: I love it. And that's my great news. All right, we have tickets for tonight's Monday Night Football, the Rams and the Chiefs. We're looking for Rams fan songs. You mm-hmm. can make it up however you want. You can do a parody. You can make up an original. No, you can whistle. You can you could whistle. Yeah. I mean, that's a choice. Yes, if you want to whistle, you could win. Call now, 1-800-520-1067, and somebody will, will be going to Monday Night Football tonight.
1: Kevin and Bean on K-Rock. K-Rock.
2: Arguably the two best teams in football. You make a case that the
6: Saints are up there, too. But Rams versus Kansas City Chiefs at the L.A. Memorial Coliseum is tonight. We are asking you to ram it. <laughs> Asking for your Rams fan songs at 1-800-520-1067. So this is a, uh, every caller is a knockout round. Is that what you're here, Kevin? If you beat the person before you, you stay on.
5: Okay. All right. This is like your old battle rap days, Jensen. Oh, I'm I'm ready. I'm basically (laughs) roll call ready, guys. (laughs) All
2: right. Uh, Where do you want to start?
5: Uh, Let's start with
2: Luke in Cyprus. Good morning. Good morning, guys. All right, Luke. It's time to ram
6: it. Let's hear your Ram fan song, please.
1: Okay, I'm not much of a singer, but I'm a Rams fan, so here you go. All right, all right. I I really want to see some football, Ram it in. Aaron Donald and Gurley. Ram it in. If K-Rock will let me go, well, that certainly wouldn't blow. Ally McKay, don't you know, Ram it in?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was very fun. And so far, you are in the lead, Luke, so congratulations. Please hold on the line. All right, so let's go to Sheila in North Hollywood. Hi there.
7: Hello. Okay, it's Paradise City, and I'm tone deaf.
6: Okay, okay excellent. Take, Fantastic.
7: Take me down to Mexico City. Oh,
3: no, the grounds are way too gritty. Ooh, take me to the Rams.
4: Take me down to the Coliseum where the tickets are free and k sends me to see them. Ooh, take me to the Rams. All right.
6: Hmm. All right. You know what? I enjoyed that very much. My vote is still for Luke, though.
5: Yeah. Same.
4: Yeah. Okay. Thank, ahead, you very yeah. Much for,
6: thank you very much for playing. We appreciate it. Let's move on to David in Torrance. He is up next on The Kevin Bean Show. Morning, David. Hey, what's up, man? All right. Luke is the man to beat. Let's hear your Ram song. All
7: right. To live and die in L.A. It's the place to be. To live and die in L.A. I'm going to watch the Rams win the Super Bowl. You're going to see
5: All right. That is a dynamic delivery. Uh, Thanks for the call. uh, Was that? I mean, was that Ed Sheeran? (laughs) The real Ed Sheeran? (laughs) Yeah.
2: Was that him? I don't think so. Oh, okay. Let's try. Luke is still in the lead, by the way. I know. Shockingly. Let's try Rebecca in Buena Park, uh, line five, please. (laughs) Luke only took the lead because he went first. Yeah. I know. (laughs) (laughs) And everybody else is worse. Okay. Well, uh, you haven't heard Rebecca yet. Rebecca, good morning.
7: Good
2: morning. All right. We're looking for your Rams fan song.
1: Okay. Boom, kicka, boom, kicka, boom, boom, boom. Rams, Rams, we are the jams. Better than the rest. we are the best. Woo!
5: Where is she? Are you in your house? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
6: were you a cheerleader, Rebecca?
2: In my car. In no, your in car. Your, okay. Okay. All right. You have she one don't? volume level, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> she does, and it's hysterical. Okay, by the way, I'm voting it's for Rebecca funny. over Luke. Oh, you are? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I cannot abide. All right, I'm not you- voting for Rebecca! Okay, <laughs> thank you, Rebecca. Luke's was, still in the lead. She was very enthusiastic. I enjoyed it very much. Thanks but, uh... calling! <laughs> <laughs>
6: All right, how about uh, Joseph Eagle Rock? Up next on the Kevin Bead Show, do it Rams fan songs to win tickets for Monday Night Football. Hey, Joseph.
1: Hey, how's it going? Okay, Good.
2: Uh, I'm going to do a detachable Ram San. All right. Detachable oh. Ram fan. Bum, 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 bum. Detachable Ram fan. Dum, 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 bum, 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 Started out in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, Los Angeles. Went to St. Louis. Oh, no, take that back. We Went to Anaheim, went to Anaheim. Then we went to St. Louis. Now we're back in Los Angeles, because I'm a detachable Ram fan. Dum, 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 dum. Detachable Ram fan. Dum, 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 Give me those
6: tickets, KRQ. Okay. Right. I okay. need them. Okay. Please, please, please. Okay. Look, I I like cocaine as much as it is. On a okay. completely different topic, <laughs> cocaine is a little wrong. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> cocaine <laughs> is awesome. I'm not
5: coming down on you. <laughs> My vote is still Luke, I'm sorry to say. Wow. How about you, Jensen? <laughs> this is crazy. I vote for Luke, but yeah. also that dude's dealer, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all
2: right, all let's go right. Edgar and Montebello. Hi. Okay.
1: <laughs> Edgar. All right, here we go. Who are we? We're the Rams. We're going to beat down those Chiefs tonight. Our little brother's going to watch us like they couldn't take care of the game last night. We are the Rams. Whose city is this? Our city.
5: This is such a weird contest. <laughs>
1: um, I love what you do, Edgar.
2: <laughs> yes, and and thanks for calling. this. a little, oh. little, little pitchy, dog.
6: <laughs> All right, one more. This is going to be Daniel How Boyle. How is Luke still in the lead? <laughs> no, I would not have predicted that.
2: All right. Um, Daniel is uh, Boyle Heights. He's up first and last. I don't know where we are. Last. Light eight. Uh, Daniel, good morning. Good morning. I am the Rams fan. Okay, is that the song or that's the name of it? Here come ballet rams Ready to
1: whoop on that KC ass Here comes Todd Gurley Gonna trust all these little girlies Here comes Jared Goff Gonna drop bombs on all these clowns K-Rock, let me go I'll be forever loyal to your show
6: I mean, I gotta tell ya uh, that I love I love what you've done with the iron with the uh, the Iron Man Black Sabbath. I love it. Uh, creative lyrics. I think I might be swayed to go Daniel on this one. I point. do too.
5: I'm staying Luke, so you're
2: staying Luke, but Bean is Daniel and I'm Daniel. Yes, it looks like it. two so, two to one. Daniel is our winner. <laughs> <laughs> you all right. Yeah, man of a heart found Alright.
6: <laughs> <laughs> poor uh poor Luke, man. He are so close. Yeah, he was. <laughs>
5: With such minimal effort.
1: It's the Kevin and Bean Show. K-R-O-Q! K-Rock. Oh, 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 it's Thanksgiving. Right? We,
4: we, we are gonna have a good time the
6: They don't write them like that anymore, do they? (laughs) jam. It's a jam, all right. (laughs) Thanksgiving week here on the Kevin and Bean Show. We'll talk Andrew Siciliano from the NFL Network and the Red Zone on DirecTV. Talk about uh, football from this past weekend and look ahead toward the Monday night game with the Rams tonight. That's coming up first. Jensen's in for
5: Allie with what's happening. Uh, When you think of lasagna, you don't think about dessert, do you? Uh, No. Uh, No. No. Lasagna is my favorite food. Is it really? Yeah. Oh, really? Yep. Your favorite food. Yeah. You and uh, Gar- Garfield. <laughs> Do you hate Mondays? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that Garfield loves that, but uh, it's my favorite food. But go ahead. Well, Olive Garden is looking to change that. My pals over at the chain restaurant released its new chocolate brownie lasagna yesterday. Ooh. And the creation consists of eight layers of brownie fudge and vanilla cream cheese. Okay, I'm in. I
2: That's, thought they were trying to mix the two together. No, they're and just that sounded bad. Dessert lasagna. I'm in. It's, in other words,
6: it looks like
2: lasagna, but it's really just dessert.
6: Yeah, it's like layered
5: okay. layered cake, but that sounds like great. And it's, it's then sprinkled with chocolate shavings and topped with chocolate drizzle. And this is where Olive Garden. Olive Garden. Kevin, you got to go to Olive Garden. I'm in. I mean, is this something you guys would both try? Oh, I would in a second. Sure. Okay. Yeah. All right, I thought you guys were going to think it was gross. No. no. Okay. I mean, it's just it's just the shape of it. It's just chocolate and vanilla, but it's just in a different shape. That's right. I've underestimated you both. <laughs> Jensen, what's your uh, favorite food? Uh, my favorite food, I really like like um Asian-style noodles. Okay. Like okay. a ramen, but I don't even need it with the soup. Just a uh, just the noodles. Just the noodles. All right. Okay. Bean. Well, toast, obviously.
2: <laughs> no, no, he is... said that. He said that his whole life. Toast is my favorite. Toast food. is his favorite food. And I go. It's absolutely. not even
6: food. Not... It is absolutely. <laughs> it just food. isn't. You know what you're, you know you're going to love. Have it for beam. a meal. Beam. You
5: know what you're going to love it. <laughs> Jail. <laughs> <laughs> they have a lot of toast for you. All right. Uh, Moving on from lasagna, uh, neither Justin Bieber or Haley Baldwin have officially confirmed that they have been secretly married in September, has been the rumor for quite some time, but the two are sending pretty clear signals that they are actually husband and wife. Huh. Yeah, First, Haley changed her Instagram name to Haley Bieber this last Friday. I mean, that's a clue. A small one. Unless it's just a nickname. Uh, And then changed her name on her bio to Haley Road Bieber. Road is her middle name. uh, Spelled R-H-O-D-E not R-O-A-D. Everyone's driven on it. Uh, (laughs) This came after Haley was photographed wearing a jacket that said Bieber, written across the back on Thursday night. Also on Friday, Justin posted a photo of himself and Haley holding hands on a street and captioned it, My wife is awesome. But where's your evidence that they might be married (laughs) also according to E Haley filed a trademark the name Haley Bieber to be used on a potential clothing line in October very specific wow
6: um, Haley... I'm starting
5: to think they're together as a couple.
6: <laughs> Haley Baldwin, isn't she one of the hosts of that Drop the Mic show on TBS? She is a pal of mine because I did hire her to co-host my television show. Okay, then why don't you know whether she's married or not?
5: Listen, guys, I have to play a certain amount of secrecy as a, co- you know, a co-host you oh, know—a co on this I radio see. show. But I do think they're married. I, I can say that. Well, okay. I mean, they are saying that. Yeah, look at that. It's <laughs> everywhere. Uh, but also, do you think that trademarking your married name could ruin a marriage? Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, uh, babe, I just trademarked my name. I don't know. Like, it's a little it's weird. It's both of their names. Yeah, but it's a little businessy, isn't it? Y- yeah. But both of them could get into that business easily. And I also think it's smart if you're a celebrity
6: just to do it so that somebody
5: else can't. Yeah, that's true. Like, I remember LeBronJames.com. There was, like, some squatter on it when he was a freshman in high school. And then when LeBron wanted to get it, he just sued him and got it back real fast. Yeah. Can't squat on it.
6: I mean, look at the years I've held on
2: to England Dan and JohnFordColey.com. I'm not letting (laughs) that go. Who was it that wanted their name back and you wouldn't give it to them. I did give it to them, but they were dicks about it,
6: and it was Pablo Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> Pablo Cruz. PabloCruz.com.
2: For a long time, and then the way they came at him was a little business-y with lawyers and stuff, and right. Bean's like,
5: nope, no, no need. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: gonna take a stand on this Come one. Come get me. <laughs> I would have been happy to hand it
6: over, but they came, the first contact, Jensen, yeah. you tell me how you feel, was we're suing you. Jeez. Their yeah, first, that's... Not even like, hey, what's your deal? Are you a big fan? Nothing like that they just they came after me talking legal stuff and that uh, I, I just dug my heels in it how many point. did you buy how many were you squatting on like oh he's general? got like 40 really? i got a bunch yes. i got a bunch <laughs> we, we not, need to go through them again at some point B. but none of them please understand Jetson, because uh-huh. this is new for you none of them are because my intention is to extort anybody i bought them with the intention of i'm a big fan of this person or this group or this thing this idea uh-huh. I'd like to do something with it one day. You know, because you always think you're going to have all the time in the world. So I own... You know, ValentinaTereshkova.com, first
5: female cosmonaut. I yes. mean, I
6: think one day I'd like to put up a tribute site to her. Okay. I just haven't gotten to it yet. Uh,
5: guys, right. I did just look one up. Yes. MarkandBrian.com is available. Oh, nice. Just so you know. So I'm thinking about squatting on that in case of a comeback. Nice. <laughs> yeah. right, good job. I doubt that's happening, but good luck. Oh, well, good luck to both of them. Uh, <laughs> guys, today's birthdays rapper uh, Tyga, actor Adam Driver, your mom's favorite actress, Meg Ryan, interviewer and legendary Nosferatu impersonator, Larry King.
3: I just noticed something that in one of your interviews with John Candy, I believe, it looked like an older interview, you had less hair than you have
1: today. How do you explain that? I uh, don't wear a wig, sir. Paint your bald spot? What bald spot? You paint your bald spot? I don't know what you're talking about, sir. My hair grows. You paint your bald spot? I don't have a bald spot. How come you had less hair on the tape? Maybe my hair grew. Maybe I had a bad haircut that day. Paint- oh, by the way, something. What do you care? Paint your bald spot. I don't. Do you paint your bald spot? Paint your bald spot. Mm, sick. <laughs> I wish his radio
5: show were still on. Same. It's the best. Uh, Larry King. Happy birthday. And that's what's happening.
1: It's Kevin and Bean on. K Rock.
5: It's our Monday visit with our good friend
6: Andrew Siciliano from the Red Zone on Direct TV and the NFL Network. Andrew, good morning, sir. How
1: are you? Good morning to you. It sounds like the Monty Python dead parrot thing. <laughs> <laughs> it does a little bit.
6: I'm so glad to have you on, and I have to I think we all need to discuss the Joe Thysman injury uh before we yeah. get into the Alex Smith Oof. injury. Because I am telling you, when I heard about what happened to the Redskins quarterback yesterday, I did everything I could to avoid watching the tape because and this isn't a joke, Andrew. I still have chills and nightmares sometimes about seeing the Theismann thing happen live. I, it, it's one of those events in my life that never left me, and I can't go through it again, so I, I won't watch that tape.
1: See, here's the thing about yesterday, is that there was something pretty ridiculous in every single game. The Redskins game, the, the ridiculous thing was, was the broken leg for Alex Smith, and, and for those who don't make the connection, what you're talking about, are 33 year, it was 33 years ago to the day Wow! Yesterday, and
6: Thiesman was Thysburg in the stands the calling calling the game. Right, he's color for one right. of the stations.
1: Well, no, champions. no, no. He he was just in a suite, um, glad handing, but he was oh, there. Okay, and not only that, it was the exact same score yesterday from that day. Thirty three. All right, ago. that's weird. Um, and it was weird. So I grew up outside Washington, D.C., that game in which Joe Theismann broke his, like, 16 different ways. And Lawrence Taylor is, like, motioning to the sideline of all people. Lawrence Taylor saying, please come out and get this guy who I just murdered and, and, yeah. and took his leg <laughs> off him. Um, we, so that was, it was Monday night game late on the East Coast. That was right around the time where VHS recorders were cool, and only the cool kids had them. And somebody recorded the game on VHS. I can't remember who it was. We all went to – let's call him Bobby. That's made-up name. And we all went to Bobby's house on Tuesday afternoon after school because it was the only thing anyone talked about at lunch of all periods and the entire day of the next day. And so we all went to his house and watched it over and over and over again. Wow, I can't but do that. Because we were 11 – yeah, And there was this new thing called a VHS recorder sure. where we could rewind stuff on TV.
6: <laughs>
1: was it J.J. Watt
6: yesterday that made
1: the hit? Uh, it was J.J. J. Watt and Kareem Jackson. They, and honestly, when we showed it live, I didn't even notice it because you're looking at the quarterback's helmet. You're looking at how... You know, the look on his face is he gets pushed backwards, you're hoping he doesn't have a concussion, you're waiting for the flag. Honestly, I wasn't even looking at his legs. And then you saw it again and went, Oh God, take that off.
2: Did and he break it in two places?
1: He broke his fibia and his uh, his tibia and his fibula, I beg your pardon. <sighs> he broke both bones or two bones in his leg and he had emergency or not emergency. He had surgery last night. Right now they're saying he will play again. It is not a career threatening injury, but he will not play again in two thousand and eighteen.
6: That's just, just got to take the air out of the, the stadium, right, when something like that happens on both sides. Because, I mean, yeah. that's that's kind of the unspoken deal if you're playing football, is you know that literally the next play could be the last play of your career. Yep. And, uh, and it's horrible when something like that
1: happens. Yeah. He's a well-liked guy. They play again on Thursday for Thanksgiving in Dallas, for Pete's sake, so it's not like they have any time to worry about this but colt mccoy's now their quarterback and in usc's own mark sanchez is one of six guys i think without a job who are going there throwing footballs today trying to be the number two quarterback
6: well okay speaking of quarterbacks do we have a quarterback controversy in philadelphia yet do we have a doug peterson (laughs) coaching controversy what do we have with the eagles who at this point after being destroyed by the saints yesterday realistically might not even make the playoffs after winning the super bowl last year
1: No, I don't think they will because they're not that good. Um, Doug Peterson said after the game, Carson Wentz tried to do too much. It was, I believe it was the worst loss ever for a defending Super Bowl champion. There, there are two ways to look at this. Um, again, the Eagles aren't that good. Nick Foles isn't, certainly. Carson Wentz still has to be your quarterback. The other way to look at it is this the Saints might be unbeatable. Right. Now, the Rams won them a third time. Hopefully, the Rams beat the Chiefs tonight and then the Rams can get them here and not have to go to New Orleans to face them again. I say a third time, remember, they beat them here last year. The Rams beat the Saints here last year. Um, But the Saints are a machine. The Saints, get this, they went for it yesterday on a fourth and seven in the fourth quarter. Fourth and seven. Wait, fourth and seven, (laughs) up 31 in the fourth quarter. They threw a touchdown on said play. And when asked about it afterwards, Sean Payton said, you never know, something bad happens. You can still lose when you're up 31. For the record, no NFL <laughs> no, team has ever <laughs> lost a game in the 99-year history of the league. Went up 31 points in the fourth quarter. Okay, Every game played for 99 years is.
6: Uh, although we did see a 20 28-point deficit uh, in the third you quarter, did. we did see that. But let me ask you this: How do you? You're a fan. Is that poor sportsmanship? Do you accept the coach's explanation, or do you think ah. there should be a mercy rule at that point?
1: There's, there should be no mercy rule. They get paid well. The coach was absolutely lying, um, and I have no problem saying that to his face. And, and the other thing is is that's just who he is. I mean, they, they don't take the foot off the gas, so I don't think he has anything to apologize for. But he was not telling the truth by saying right. that, oh, well, we could still lose when we're up 31. Anyway, that, is, that is comical. That is, that is ridiculous. And Malcolm Jenkins, the Eagles safety, gave him a great big middle finger <laughs>
6: <laughs> All right. Last game I wanted to hit with you, Andrew, is the Chargers game because Philip yeah, Rivers, yeah. was this his worst performance of the season, would you say?
1: I mean, if you're a fantasy player, he threw for 401 yards and two touchdowns. Um, he also helped kind of sort of give the game away. Give Von Miller credit. He made a couple of great plays, but. Philip knows, and he said it afterwards, that instead of clocking the ball on that third down, he could take a sack and the clock could keep running. Yeah, it was terrible time management. 35, 40 seconds. Yep. And then Denver doesn't go back down the field. Now, Keenan Allen, bless his heart, always gives us a good quote, said that they gave the game away, and of the Broncos, quote, they suck. End quote.
6: <laughs> <laughs> so Phillip Rivers had two interceptions, and once mm-hmm. again, more field goals were missed, and extra points were missed too. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, which has, which seems to really be more this season than any other season I can remember with people missing kicks.
1: You see, I think the Chargers found their kicker now. This kid, Michael Badgley. They they tried him earlier, then now they brought him back. He missed one kick yesterday. Yes. It, it was significant, um, but they gave that game away. I mean, they, they, they should have been up. The Denver should have never, ever been in that game. Okay. Um, and, and, and again, they, they had been away for 41 days, and it was at least half orange at a 25,000-seat yeah, stadium, true. Which, uh, which is not good. And tonight, by the way, game of the year, game, game of the month, of the week, of the year, of yep. the millennium of, yeah. of everything at the Coliseum. Fans
6: chiefs can't wait. That sounds great. All right, Andrew, you are a delight. Thanks for joining us, host of NFL's Up to the Minute and DirecTV's Red Zone channel on Sundays. We'll talk to you again soon, my friend.
1: See you guys. Happy Thanksgiving. It's Kevin and Bean on K Rock.
6: We came on the air a uh, few days ago and we were doing a story about how the president of Iceland got in hot water <laughs> in an interview with some school children where they asked his opinion on pineapple on pizza. It's good to know that uh, people in other countries also ask dumb questions. (laughs) What kind of underwear do you wear? Those kinds of questions that we see in America all the time. So what about pineapple on pizza, Mr. President? And he said if he could, he would ban it. (laughs) And uh, it caused a little bit of an international incident, as we explained at the time, because uh, Hawaiian pizza, as it's known, was actually invented in Canada. And Canada took real offense to it. And there had to be an apology that was made. So Jensen asked the question at the time. If you could ban a food, a food would no longer exist on the earth, what would it be? And I think that's an interesting conversation to have. Now, I think there are no right or wrong
2: answers. Yeah. Right? Well, let's remember that when I give my opinion. Because yeah. it is <laughs> subjective, right? I right. I mean, it's okay for other people to like a food that you don't like.
6: Right. But I do understand the concept of, like, there are people who who would throw up at the thought of even eating pineapple on a pizza. And I get that we all have foods like that. So, Kevin, you want to start since you're Mr. Controversial here? Mine uh,
2: is olives. Holy what?
6: crap, Ooh. Black olives. olives?
5: Oh,
2: the worst.
6: Black
5: and green?
2: Both. What are green? you doing? They're horrible. No, you're. First of all, Kevin
6: is right. Olives are are the devil's turds. Second of all, (laughs) turds. How do you feel, Kevin, when you go into a supermarket and you see an actual olive bar where they have it set up with like forty different kinds of olives
2: for people? Yeah, it's it's absurd. I like olives on pizza. I like Uh, it in my
5: salad. I hate them.
2: You can't even cover it up like in a salad or in a pizza. I probably will pull every single olive off of a pizza. You're wrong.
5: (laughs) I'll take ten minutes to get all the olives off before I eat it. is it is it that they're salty? Is that why I like them? What is I don't I do like I them? I
2: don't know. Huh. Did
5: you not hear they were the devil's turns? No, Did I'd, you not
6: hear that? I'd even, I'd even drink olive juice. Yeah. Oof. Oh, wow. Kevin is a thousand percent right on olives. <laughs> by the way, there's no the, the first person who ever tasted
2: olives olive should say, "Well, that's inedible," and then they should have just stayed on the tree or the vine or wherever it
5: grows. One
2: 1067 If you'd like to weigh in on this. Jensen, uh, you.
5: what's yours, Jensen? I don't like—I mean, this is very specific— <clears throat> I don't think we should have pulpy orange juice. Oh, I love that! No my man, it's not yeah. good. It's you just normal orange. I get the most. I don't most pulp. <laughs> most pulp. You yeah, get just pulp. I don't. I like to chew my orange juice. That's
0: disgusting.
5: <laughs> <laughs> it's not a meal. It's a liquid. I don't. It's need, both. Uh, no. I don't need it to be gravy with beef pieces. <laughs> it, it's, it's disgusting. <laughs> I, I just want my orange juice to be juice. Why does it have to have a brain? You know what I mean? Like, Sure. I don't need it to have anything extra. I
2: also like the juice as well,
5: though. Sure, then get it but, just without the pulp. No, but I like pulp, too. What do you like about pulp? It's you like more the, orangey. You like the consistency? Um, yeah, I sort of like it, yeah. It's disgusting. It seems like a mistake. <laughs> and you always have to <laughs> spit it out, like, just like, that's the pulp in your mouth. No, you don't spit it Ugh, out. It's that's, good. That you're not supposed to do that. You're <laughs> supposed to drink the pulp. But I just think it's gross. It's not good. How about you, Dave. Listen, I agree with
3: the president, and pineapple needs to go. Pineapple altogether? Yes. Not just Pi- on pizza? Everything. Because the pineapple, one, is the devil's fruit. Because it has spikes on it, so it doesn't want to be eaten. You think and, it has a will? Yes. And then <laughs> pineapples <laughs> just ruin everything it touches.
2: I love everything like, pineapple. Like, like,
3: if you eat it by—like, I don't like pineapple as flavor, but if you eat it by itself— Okay, fine. I get that. But when you put it on anything else, it just ruins the meal. So it needs to go. How about pineapple juice, though, Dave? Without pineapples, there's no pineapple juice. I'm fine with that. It's, it's just on any other no,
6: food. And, yeah, just, it just. Ugh. Well, your girlfriend is not fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> Being yours. <laughs> hey, all right. I have two that are going to be very controversial, but I know that I am right. And these are, <laughs> these are, these are things that I will allow, but not the way some people consume them. All right. Cold pizza. Damn. 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 Pizza is a
4: hot
6: Snow food. Bed. Pizza is a hot food and, and cold next. food. Move no. on. Move. It gets, no. it gets send, all
5: send congealed. A mob of pitchforks. It I, gets all wrong.
6: congealed <laughs> and ugly and awful. You should never, ever, ever look. We since we uh since we harnessed fire. There's no excuse to ever eat cold pizza. There's a way to heat it up. You've got a stove. You've got an oven. You've got a microwave. You've got a blowtorch. Whatever you've got, no cold pizza, torch. sir. <laughs> but, 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 Who
2: eats up their pizza with a blowtorch?
6: <laughs> Whatever you've
5: got. I mean, you don't think mornings, like morning cold pizza, is a? It's like a different feel? It's a different... Absolutely
6: unacceptable, sir. Absolutely.
5: Sorry, you right, would heat it up? It can only be eaten hot, yes. And
6: the other one, and I know this is going to be very controversial as well, coffee is a hot beverage. No cold coffee. <laughs> what? Okay. No cold that, coffee. That's absurd. The man cannot Nazi. Right? The, the people who go to Starbucks. <laughs> I want you and they in the get ground.
2: The frappuccinos <laughs> or whatever they're called. Those yeah, cold those are good. Coffees.
6: Those are no. I'm, it's cold coffee. Is there's a reason why you don't drink cold
5: coffee? By the way, Beaton doesn't
6: like anything cold. It's yeah, all hot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it has With to be hot, hot pizza. It has hot to coffee, to coffee, hot pizza. You
5: know what? I only drink cold coffee. I don't even drink Same. hot coffee. You're a monster. He <laughs> no. needs it cold. He all right, to, I uh... want my coffee with black olives in it with a little <laughs> bit of pineapple. I'm going full speed with cold pizza. Let's go to Chris. He's Los Angeles, line
6: 2, What's the food that should be banned? You don't like it, so nobody else is allowed to eat it. Chris, you're up.
1: Yeah, any kind of runny egg is just the most disgusting my thing egg. in the world to me. Oh, really, Chip? That's my yeah. one. I she love said like, it. all yeah. foods.
4: It's my yeah. kryptonite. Run, any like, soft-boiled, runny- soft-boiled eggs. Over easy. Anything that has a runny yolk, nope. Get out. Wow.
1: no, nope. And and it frustrates me to no end. Anytime I see a burger place that looks like it has a really good burger, but then they put a fried egg on top with the runny eggs, and ah, mm. ruins, whole- ruins the whole
6: burger. Uh-huh. Okay. Yep. <laughs> I can see I think, that. I think we'll allow it. I think yeah. fair enough. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Eric in Burbank, line five. If we took a thousand calls,
2: I would not have predicted Eric's. <laughs> Eric. Hey, guys. What's up? What do you hate? Uh...
1: What would you ban? I hate celery. Celery is celery. Awful, okay? Why?
6: Yeah. Celery is barely all, a food. It's just yeah. water. It's yeah, negative that's calories. my point.
1: What taste is that? What taste is that? Air. It's terrible. And then also they say it's negative one calories. Like eating
5: it is good for you. Yeah. I don't eat something to not gain calories. I eat food <laughs> to gain calories. That's the point of food. Yeah, you don't eat. To <laughs> that's <lose right>. it. <laughs> it does taste a little to the gym like gym dirt. Where I eat. You know what I mean? Tastes- I mean,
2: but it's to me, it's unoffensive. You can either like it a little or yeah. dislike it a little, but it does it doesn't stand out so much.
6: Eric, what about a nice piece of celery as a snack with peanut butter? Perfect. On it?
1: Boom. Yeah. I was going I was gonna say that. You know, I've been able to tolerate that over the past few years because but it hides the
2: taste of the celery.
1: It doesn't. Right. Like, I'd rather have a spoonful of peanut butter, you
6: know? Okay. Okay. <laughs> Just cut the celery out altogether. All right. Fair point. Fair point. 1 800 What food are you banning? We'll take your calls next on K Rock.
1: It's the Kevin and Bean Show, K Rock.
2: Let's take one phone call. Let's make it Ken and Canyon Country. Good morning, Ken. Hey, good morning. Ken, we're talking about foods that you would ban if you could. You don't like it, so no one should like it. What is it?
1: Cool Whip. All right, like Whipped Cream.
2: Either? Cool Whip or Whipped Cream.
1: No, nah, get,
5: get off our phone.
6: Get off our phone. What That is disgusting. Minute, what, uh, what are you putting on your banana, your hot f- hot banana? What are they called? <laughs> <laughs> banana hot sunday. Fudge <laughs> <laughs> Hot Fudge sundae. What are you putting
0: on your hot Fudge Sundays,
5: Ken? What? All right, he's what? off our phone. What okay, I, thanks. What do you put on your
6: hot banana? <laughs> Talking about uh, banning foods, a couple before we go back to the phone calls at 1 800 520 1067. This one in Kevin in the 951. Ban lima beans. They are awful chalk balls by the way lima beans are my favorite vegetable what so you know my favorite vegetable uh podcast listener here this is mike he wrote when he heard us discussing having this conversation on the air addressing foods that should be banned my number one food is cottage cheese how is this a food i learned at a very early age that when milk turns chunky do not eat the milk so gross yeah he does have a a a point cottage cheese can be dangerous that's for sure and one more, Paul writes in, he says black licorice. He wants yes, to ban yes. black licorice. A oh, lot of people absolutely. hate black licorice. Yeah. really. I like it. But a lot of people hate it, yeah. Uh, you're okay with red licorice, Jensen? Oh, hell yeah. Just know I'm black. Okay. Yeah. Racist. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Let's go to line six, please. Let's get Will on the air calling Los Angeles. We'll take as many calls as we can here. What food do you want to ban, Will? Avocados. They're disgusting. Oh,
3: it's oh. Los
5: Angeles. We're a local radio station. <laughs> I love <laughs> avocados. And- and uh,
3: and I'm like and I'm latino and like my wife will try to trick me and put stuff in <laughs> and it's like I can detect that a mile away a gag is disgusting
2: get rid of it i love that she tries to trick you <laughs> He does um, save well, a lot you know, of money, though. Just to, I just she's trying to
6: kill me. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but think of all the lives that are saved if there's no avocados. Then there's no avocado hands at the emergency rooms. Mm, good point. You know, it's a, it's <laughs> a safety hazard. All right, thank you for the call. Let's go to David, line eight. He's in Bel Air. Oh, Bel Air. David.
2: <laughs> How are you guys doing? Good, thank you. Good.
6: We don't get a lot of calls from rich people. What's going on, David?
1: i'm just in the area but my food is
5: mayonnaise it is disgusting mayonnaise
1: mayonnaise Mm.
5: we've gotten rid of mayonnaise and avocado what are white people gonna do (laughs) (laughs) i like mayonnaise i'm good with that (laughs) Um, no it's funny i saw that movie undercover brother years ago and i was like oh i wonder if that's why i don't like
1: it (laughs) oh
6: that's interesting
5: um how are you with
6: other condiments where do you fall on ketchups and mustards
1: Oh, don't get me uh, started. Yeah, not, a big, not a big fan
2: of ketchup. Mustard's good. Oh, just the opposite. Mustard is crap. No. Any type of mustard sucks. What do you put on your dodger dogs, Kevin? <laughs> uh, ketchup all day. Oh. All day. You disgust me. I, I want love you ketchup. All right.
6: <laughs> Thank you for the call, David. Appreciate that. Let's go to Paul just so we can dismiss him quickly on line one. Oh, Paul's right. Hey, Paul, what's the one food you want to... Candy heard. corn is disgusting. You're absolutely right. Get off my phone. That just means there's more for me. Let's go to Joseph, line two, Eagle Rock. I thought X. you
2: said everybody could have their opinion and it's subjective, and let's not <laughs> But he Attack. was wrong. Okay. He's wrong about candy corn.
1: I'm a guy from Eagle Rock who you wanted to give the Rams tickets to my dealer.
5: Oh, oh, this okay. is a guy. He's coked up. He's so coked up, he's <laughs> he's called twice. He's actually been on the line the whole time on hold. Yeah, 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 yeah. I never give up. I, I, I keep on talking, talking, talking. No, beets. It's got to be beets. Beets
2: suck. I hate beets suck. They they taste bad. They smell bad. They look funny. And they stain your clothes. What and else you're...
5: about beets, though? What else do you not like about beets?
2: They stain your clothes. Right, I already said that. And then you, yeah. uh, I, I hate to bring
6: this up, but then you feel like you're dying when you poop because, because <laughs> after the beach, you're like, oh my god, something broke. Oh, that's gross.
1: No, but no, but then you do.
6: Joseph, call us every day, sir. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, let's go to another Joseph. This is line five, La Habra, up next on the Kevin and Bean Show. Joseph, what are you trying to ban here, buddy?
1: Tofu. What the heck, guys? Oh, I'm with you Tofu. on that. Get rid of it. I find tofu to be,
6: I mean, look, here's the thing I'll tell you about tofu. A lot of it is terrible. There is such thing as really, really good tofu.
2: But they
5: claim that almost all tofu is tastes better, blah, 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 and that's just a lot. How is does it taste different of tofu? Well, I've had many of them. They're just consistency-based, right? Um,
6: yes, but some, some of them are more flavorful than others is what I'm saying. There definitely are good kinds of tofu. Maybe you haven't had any yet. And you're also probably a meat eater, so you don't have a lot of occasion to have tofu
1: now i'm steak and potatoes kind of guy so yeah. sure food needs to get out as soon as possible
6: <laughs> okay gotcha thanks for the call wow the, these calls cannot come in any faster yeah. let's go to uh azusa kathy up next please line six hello
4: uh, hi hi kathy oh okay so i hate mushrooms
5: with a passion they do not want they just suck. I hate them. That
2: is what I get. I get uh, a cheese pizza with mushrooms. That's what yeah, I get. That's that's delicious.
5: That's oh, great. Oh my that's
4: goodness!
6: <laughs> I mean, I get it if you're just pulling them like out of the ground on a walk. Maybe
2: they don't taste just yeah, right. What kind of an animal are you?
6: <laughs> but if they're prepared, I think I'm, I think we're gonna. Can we overrule her? Or yes, I think so. Absolutely. Yeah. All
2: right. Thank you for the call. And, and it's, it's it's binding legally. Yeah, uh, no, no, yeah.
6: M- Manny, uh, writes in by the way on the Kevin and Bean Twitter account at Kevin and Bean. Pickles have to go. I Agreed. Get them off the planet. Agreed. You, I, I, have pickles. you been to
2: a deli? They bring you the. Those are dolorous. They're great. Hate it. Oh, good. Hate it. Don't want it. All right. Pickles to, need uh, to go. Brussels sprouts too. By the way. What are you doing? Get the f out of my life. You
5: all Pris- are just
6: disgusting. <laughs> Priscilla Hermosa Beach, liney Jensen. Are you getting the impression that Kevin's menu is very limited? <laughs> yeah, he's just. It's just mac and cheese left,
2: and I don't even know if he likes that. I do. I yeah. love it. Oh, okay. I eat okay, it good. every day. All right, good. Priscilla. Hi.
4: Hi, guys. Raisins have to go.
2: Oh, raisins.
4: Raisins? Ah, What's wrong with
2: delicious, sweet raisins?
4: (laughs) Well, I'm from Brazil, and, like, during the holidays, they put raisins in rice and, like, a lot of holiday foods. They just have to go because people pick them out. She's
5: actually right. She's actually right? She is right. People that put raisins in too many things, and I do pick it out. What
2: about raisin bread toast? Oh, good question. I like that. No? How about raisin bran? Ooh.
5: How about the California Raisins?
2: Great band.
6: Priscilla's just out on all of them. How about Raisin Arizona?
5: (laughs) Come on, you got to give me that one. How about Puffy's performance in Raisin in the Sun?
2: (laughs) Come on, Priscilla,
5: work with us. (laughs) We're we're trying
2: to save
5: raisins. She's out, okay. Thanks for the call. It's Kevin
6: and Bean. K-U-R-O-K-A-R-O-Q. All right, let me hear the moment. (laughs) Yes. And now a moment with Bean. What uh, are you putting on your banana? Your hot f- hot banana. What are they
0: called? <laughs> <laughs> hot fudge sunday. sunday. <laughs> hot fudge sunday. What are you putting
6: on your hot fudge sundays, kid?
0: <laughs> that was
6: a moment with Bean. That was pretty sweet. I, I wasn't expecting to wake up today and ask a listener what he was putting on his hot <laughs> banana, but uh, <laughs> that's, som- that's what ended up. Sometimes happening. it just
5: works that way. Nine thirty six, time for our final look at what's happening in for Alley. Here's Jensen. hmm Listen, guys, the Cleveland Browns are a tire fire disguised as a sports franchise. We all know that. I would rather be a fan of the little Giants over Cleveland Browns. <laughs> uh they have continued their miserable ways this year, so much so that they fired their head coach Hugh Jackson earlier this season. And now he plays Wolverine and he didn't have time <laughs> to devote to the team. That's, that's well, that's not place. him, but oh Uh, Now they'll be interviewing candidates, and one possibility was published by ESPN this weekend, and it seemed like a punchline to a joke. The name? Condoleezza Rice. That's a woman for (laughs) you. I saw that, and I
2: thought, that can't be true.
5: No, can't be real.
2: And yet, she's one of the most accomplished people I've ever seen.
5: Yeah, well, she's the former Secretary of State. So could she? Yeah. Well, yes and no. Uh, It's the Browns. They're standing by their story. Uh, Yet the Browns are denying it. Condoleezza Rice is a diehard Browns fan and part of an inaugural college football selection committee. So it's not totally random, but that was all the background I could find about her in football. (laughs) There is also a picture of her online uh, throwing a football. Is that right? It had form. So maybe she goes in at quarterback? Maybe. I mean, she'd be better at where they're at now. Uh, she's on the Browns' sidelines recently also uh, with Browns' executives. Uh, but sadly, the team put out their official statement proclaiming that they love Condoleezza Rice, but she will not be up for the gig. Uh, it it would sounds been, racist. Yeah, it would have <laughs> been the first female ever interviewed for a head coaching job, so let's hope that happens soon. Yeah, agreed. Uh, congratulations to This Is Us star Mandy Moore, who this past weekend got married to the lead singer of Dawes, taylor goldsmith oh uh that was announced by mandy moore's reps today they've been together for quite a while i like them as a couple yeah good celeb couple you like dawes i love dawes all right i adore them edgy of a revolution it's kind of isn't it right it's kind of like uh, maroon (laughs) three no they're uh, no
6: they're in the singer song the la singer songwriter (sighs) tradition
5: i listen i wasn't I'm just asking. Right.
6: All right. Yeah. I think they're uh, I think they're terrific and I and I understand I don't watch uh, This Is Us anymore but I understand that Taylor wrote a song that Mandy Moore sang on the show a couple weeks ago that was just devastating.
5: All right. And
6: people were really really into it.
5: They've been together for a while. I, I, I like them very much together. Da's super superfan beam. Yeah, absolutely. Celebs in attendance included co-stars Chrissy Metz, Sterling K Brown and Milo Ventimiglia. Uh, Moore was previously married to singer Ryan Adams, so she has a bit of a type. But they divorced back in 2016 and actually sparred in the media recently when Mandy Moore said in an interview that she was constantly belittled by Adams during their time together. Mm. And then Ryan Adams responded on Twitter by saying they were doomed from the start because she didn't like Blade Runner or the Melvins. (laughs) Uh, But now congrats to Mandy Moore and the dude from Dawes together forever like all celebrity couples are. Sure. Uh, Deadpool 2 may have first come out this past summer, but it's returning for a limited time to theaters in December. But now it won't be the movie you remember. They're adding the lovely Fred Savage to the cast as it now will be a PG-13 version and paying homage to his early career role in The Princess Bride.
6: Right before Christmas, a good guy in red is coming to theaters with his new sidekick, Fred
2: Why am I here? You're
6: in a PG-13 version of Deadpool. Filtered? through the prism of childlike innocence. I'm a old man. And nobody does
2: childlike innocence like you, Fred. Nobody. I need you almost as much as you need
0: me. I don't need you at all. You need me.
5: Uh, Deadpool, played by Ryan Reynolds, which you just heard, will be telling his story to a tied-up Fred Savage, uh, (laughs) but in a much more friendly family way. I don't get the point.
6: I mean, the point is to make money money out
5: out of the franchise, but I don't get artistically why
6: anyone would want a PG-rated Deadpool.
5: Well, I think what would happen is they did some sort of research at Disney, Marvel, Fox, whatever, one puts out the Daredevil one, uh, and uh, I think they would just say like, you know, I couldn't take my kid to go see it. I wish he loved sense. And then yeah, they, but just-
6: not everything is for kids. That's true. That's true. But I couldn't is. take my kid to go see
5: 12 Years of Slave, so could you re-release that, please, without as much beating? Yeah, my parents wouldn't let me play that one Two Life Crew song, so I instead got a cassette single for Me So Hungry. <laughs> <laughs> so I know that feeling. That Pre-Kids Bop, now yeah. they've taken care of that. That's right, Me So I don't know. Uh, so if you want to check out the new version, which will reportedly uh, have a new scene or two as well, which is kind of cool, you'll have your chance for a limited time starting December 12th with the movie now called Once Upon a Deadpool. I don't know, guys. Uh, Nick Jonas, he's got type 1 diabetes, and he's had it since 2005. And on Friday, the singer opened up on social media about the impact that the diagnosis has had on his life. Jonas shared a side-by-side image comparing what he looked like at age 13, just weeks before he was diagnosed with the disease, and it was under 100 pounds. Mm, wow little tiny Jonas uh, now he's big buff and physically uh, physically well I don't know if you've seen him he's kind of I have a, not he's kind of a stud uh, he also put an encouraging message to his fans on social media saying never let anything hold you back from living your best life thank you to all my fans and your kind words and support also his fiance Piranka Chopra voiced her support in the comment section writing everything about you is special. With or without diabetes. <laughs> Seemed like a odd, odd comment. Then she put a kiss emoji, so I guess everything else is kind of forgotten. But I don't know. You're hot with or without diabetes. <laughs> kind of a weird thing. That is Somebody sc- would have come up to, say. to
6: under 100-pound 13-year-old Nick Jonas, that, though, and said one day you're going to be marrying, what was she, Miss World or something? Yeah. He, wouldn't, he would not have predicted that would have been his, yeah. his lot in life.
5: Yeah, I don't think that would probably be... I mean, he's like, I need sugar. That's probably what he would probably say. <laughs> My levels are low. Oh, Nick Jonas is so cute. Uh, he, those kids seem cool, right? The Jonas's? I guess. I don't, they're no Dawes. <laughs> uh, today's birthdays: mediocre rapper Tyga, actress Jodie Foster, the lovely Allison Janney, actor Adam Driver, an interviewer in Halloween skeleton decoration holding a microphone, Larry King.
1: We never rule. We don't count out. We don't tell you that we're ill or that we're looking for the farmhouse in the middle of the desert or that we're parched. We don't tell you that maybe the check didn't come through this month and where the hell does it go anyway if you're a guy who's left 16 forwarding addresses. So what do you do? What is the answer? Yeah, you're a little perturbed now, kind of worried about the club.
5: Ever change, Larry? What, was he uh, was he yelling into a potato? <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's got to get him back on TV. I, I mean, he's a glorious American tradition. Uh,
6: he, guys, he did um, April Foolishness for us a few years ago, Jeff. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware of that. He's
5: a not. storyteller on stage, right? And yes. killed, and killed. Really,
2: he was tremendous.
5: Hmm. Well, he did know Jesus Christ growing up. So yes, he did.
2: He's got a lot of stories.
5: He's got, got a lot of stories, uh, and that is what's happening.
2: Thanks, Jensen. The SoCal helpful Honda dealers are heading out random acts of helpfulness. We all win with a commercial-free drive home today at five o'clock tomorrow morning. An all-new Kevin and Bean show. She's playing night two of the K Rock Absolute Almost Acoustic Christmas.
5: Billie Eilish will join us in the studio. She's so young; her generation doesn't have a name. <laughs> she's um, not a millennial. Not a. She's very she's young. sixteen. Sixteen. Yeah. yeah.
2: Uh, Comedian Greg Fitzsimmons will be on the program tomorrow, and we've got your tickets for the K-Rock Absolute Almost
1: Acoustic Christmas as well. The Kevin and Bean Show on K-Rock.
0: This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds.